As such, she wasn't yet accustomed to his preferences, which included not bothering him when he didn't want to be bothered. Wide-eyed like a deer caught in the headlights, she made no sign to get to the point and then fuck off again, leaving him to the darkness clouding his thoughts and the unusual soreness in his chest. He sighed impatiently. What is it? Emma seemed to remember how to speak again, but her wide eyes continued to mirror her insecurity. Chet liked his employees like that. Even if they thought he was a real son of a bitch, they worked harder in order to please him. Someone's here to see you. I told him that you're busy and to arrange an appointment, but he won't go away. He's been here for half an hour. Emma's words rained down on him like a waterfall. All he caught was something about a guy being here to see him when he was indisposed. Tell him I'm not available. He said it's important. They all did. Then tell him you came to see me and I specifically told you I'm not available. Emma's eyes widened just a little bit more, if that was even possible. Her frantic glance swept over him in fear. Obviously, she wanted to keep her job, but the visitor seemed to frighten her even more than the possibility of displeasing Jet. He had two options, send the girl back out and risk her coming back, interrupting his obsessing about Brooke, or deal with the visitor. In the end, he decided option two was a tad more appealing. Show him in. Anna's expression relaxed instantly, and she almost bounced out of his office. Glowering, Jet sat back in his chair and began to massage his temples to get rid of the increasing throbbing behind them. If he knew where Brooke was, he wouldn't have to deal with this crap, and everything and everyone else could just go screw themselves. But as things stood... He had to maintain a facade of normalcy before things blew completely out of proportion. Chet, my man! The familiar voice coming from the door jerked Jet back to reality. His attention snapped to his lifelong friend, and some of the pressure weighing him down lifted. As usual, Kenny had managed to dodge any dress code and looked like he was about to step into a bar— or jail, rather than into the office of the reality business's hotshot of the year. Ripped jeans, short-sleeved black tee, tattooed upper arms, and pierced eyebrow. Then again, that had been Jet's style, minus the piercing, for many years before he traded Kenny's wild lifestyle for his father's business. He still had the tattoos and the almost faded scars to prove it. Jet closed the door briefly registering the curious glances from his employees, staring at both him and Kenny. They probably wondered what a man like Kenny was doing in one of the most successful companies in real estate, meeting with no other than the CEO. His employees didn't know the true jet. No one did. If they did, they'd run. But not Brooke. She had sensed his dark side and fallen in love with him nonetheless. You said you wanted to talk, and it was urgent. Kenny began as soon as Jet had closed the shutters, leaving them sheltered from prying eyes. I never said here. 
Kenny shrugged and slumped into Jet's chair, propping his legs up on the polished oak desk, expertly ignoring the brown leather couches set up near the door, chosen for such an occasion. Jet's eyes narrowed, but he didn't comment. I assumed you needed me and that you knew what you were doing, Kenny said. You should have specified a place. Not my fault you're being incautious, bro. Fuck it, he was right, of course. But the knowledge didn't stop Jet from glowering. To hide his irritation, he poured two glasses of double malt whiskey from the carafe on the coffee table and pushed one toward Kenny. It's barely morning, Kenny remarked, his fingers clutching at the glass with remarkable eagerness. Who the fuck cares? Point taken. The whiskey tasted like expensive honey, a bit too sweet with smoky and earthy undertones.